We are going to turn to the history that is happening right now in the U.S. Senate, where Republicans have approved what everyone is calling the nuclear option. It clears the way for Neil Gorsuch to be confirmed to the Supreme Court with only a simple majority of 51 votes. That means the Senate's 52 Republicans don't need any Democratic support, although they may get a handful of votes uh, to fill the vacancy that has been on the court since Antonin Scalia died in February last year. With me here in the Bloomberg 99.1 studio to talk about this is Bloomberg Congressional Team Leader Kevin Whitelaw. He's also my boss. Uh, Kevin, thanks for making the time to come over here. Um, can you just walk us through what has happened today and then, and then what will happen with the, the, uh, the vote tomorrow? As have been pretty widely telegraphed, what we're basically looking at is a, uh, a, a pretty big historic move uh, where the, where the uh, Democrats did vote as expected to try to block the nomination. And uh, Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader, uh, made a series of motions that resulted in Republicans voting to change the Senate rules. So this follows on a change the Democrats themselves made back in 2013 to change the rules for all the nominees except for Supreme Court nominations. Uh, that's basically was to take away the ability of of uh, take away the need for a 60 vote threshold to 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 advance before you could get a formal final vote. It's called a filibuster. That margin was taken down to 50. It's been now taken down to 50 for all nominees, including the Supreme Court. Uh, and so, Senate's going to go into what's likely another sort of shutdown mode in terms of of things grinding to a halt. A lot of uh, a lot of partisan name calling and and uh, a fair amount of fallout on that front. But it will mean that Neil Gorsuch will become. Uh, uh, another Supreme, uh, Supreme Court justice filling out the court to nine, uh, and that formal vote actually to confirm him, we're expecting on Friday. And is, this is not a total party line vote. How many Democrats do we expect will ultimately vote for Neil Gorsuch? Well, there were four Democrats who voted to go ahead and advance him. So uh, we'll see in the end how they respond uh, uh, tomorrow. But there were several Democrats that did go ahead with the notion to have cloture. Um, at least one of them we think we're, we're going to advance him, but then not actually support him in the end. So we'll see the exact number tomorrow when it comes. So it's not, it will not be a party line vote. There will be two or three Democrats at least we expect to vote with the majority of Republic, with every Republican. Pretty much everyone in the Senate is saying how much they regret what is happening now. Uh, Democrats didn't have, you know, they, they could have pulled their punches and not made this happen. Why did they feel like they needed to do this? Even though the result was going to be the same, and Neil Gorsuch is still on the Supreme, going on the Supreme Court. Well, you know, Democrats said they regret this. Republicans said they regret it. But you're right. Democrats could have taken another path. Republicans could also have taken another path. Let's be clear that both sides are are full complicit players. They knew exactly what was going to happen, and they went ahead and did it. So, um, I think for for. Uh, and what that tells you is, frankly, both sides are playing to their bases here. The Republicans absolutely were going to confirm Neil Gorsuch no matter what, and the Republic and the Democrats really felt they needed to do anything they could to block it, given um, particularly how President Obama's uh, uh, final nominee to the Supreme Court, Merrick Garland, was blocked for a year by Republicans. So you had this sign where both sides are playing to their base. Um, uh, but yeah, but every side said this is a really bad, bad outcome. I don't think the, politically, though, it actually does make perverse logics. Some have argued, and I think I've even argued, that the Democrats might have been better off saving the filibuster for the next Supreme Court nomination, which could really swing the court. What's, what's your take on that? Yeah, I, I think th this is a really tough question. I think the, the one of the main arguments for, for, for the Democrats and saying, saying that they should have allowed this nomination to proceed is that the, this notion of needing 60 votes did still perhaps 
um, sort of help constrain the choice that a president faces when when he or she is trying to make a decision about who they nominate in the first place? Do you take someone who's a little more out of the main, uh, a little main, you know, somewhat mainstream with sort of the usual qualifications? Do you take someone out of the mainstream? Do you take someone who's considered ext- even more extreme? So there is a risk that this sort of unbounds the president in in, in the choice uh, for the next nominee. Uh, Democrats sort of felt like you know if they didn't ch- if they didn't you know they were going to change it. Whenever it was blocked, they were going to change it, so it didn't really matter. I think the problem that Democrats faced with this particular move was I don't think they actually ended up convincing enough Americans that Neil Gorsuch was such a sort of threat to the court or a bad pick or unqualified so that it became a kind of groundswell level of fight you had over, say, Clarence Thomas or you know, or Robert Bork, where you really had uh, a huge groundswell, a lot of out there. Yeah, Democrats weren't happy. They painted Neil Gorsuch is being out of the mainstream. I'm not sure that really stuck in the court of public opinion. Yeah, that may be in part because of so much else going on. We only have about 30 seconds, but very quickly, uh, is this going to stop with the filibuster of Supreme Court nominees, or is there the possibility that the Republicans will go nuclear on the filibuster for legislation as well? Yeah, and that's the thing that would really change the way the Senate works and the way this town works, is if they get rid of that 60-vote threshold for legislation. At this point, most Republicans, uh, including Mitch McConnell, have said, no, there's not the support to change it. They don't want to do it. That's not going to do it. That would just make the Senate just like the House, so why have it? Um, but the pressure could build, and depending on what the president wants to do over the next couple of years and how much the Senate frustrates his ability to do that, there could be a ton of pressure coming on down from the White House. Okay, thanks very much. Kevin Whitelock, congressional team leader here for Bloomberg News, talking about the Neil Gorsuch nomination and the expected confirmation tomorrow, probably tomorrow, after, late tomorrow. Uh, afternoon or maybe even the evening. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about some acquittals on LIBOR manipulation. That's a trial that went on in London. That's coming up on Bloomberg Law.